0: today's episode, we recap the series win against the Pirates, preview the two-game set in Cleveland starting tomorrow, and talk about a few other topics. And welcome back to the Cubs Win Podcast. I am the host, Cubs Win, joined by co-host Cubs Legion. And start off, we'll be recapping the series against the Pirates. So let's get into that.
1: It was a good series. Um, one, two out of three here. Uh, didn't get the sweep at home, unfortunate, but you know I'll take it. Five and one homestand. Um.
0: Well, yep. so game one we won three to two. We had Davies on the mound. I thought it was bound to be another loss.
1: Yeah, me too. Um, but Davies came around and. Uh, somehow, was able to shut him down.
0: Yeah, seven innings without even giving up a run. out yes, one, one strikeout,
1: and one walk.
0: Yeah, and <laughs> I believe he only had one swing and miss the entire game. So.
1: Yeah, so um, not a dominant outing, just a uh, good performance.
0: Yeah, not expecting that from him though. Just glad he didn't give up a run. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and then the offense, um, showed up in this one. They. Um,
0: uh, Jock had three hits leading off.
1: Yeah, that was good to see. Starting. Bobby to had something. a
0: couple hits.
1: Yeah. Um, and uh, it was it wasn't a big offensive explosion, but it was enough. And it turned out to be just enough because of how the ninth inning went. Um, that was an annoying inning. The Pirates in the ninth, Kimbrel, didn't pitch in that ninth inning because, according to David Ross, he was "quote unquote" down. He came back, pitched the next day, I think. So, mm-hmm. now I guess that was just his rest day. But so Cubs enter the ninth inning with, I think, a three nothing lead. Yeah. Um, Pirates load him up after scoring two runs, two outs, two strikes, and Rex Brothers gets uh, someone to pop out to end yeah, the Yeah, it was.
0: And I flew out. Rex Brothers almost. I was getting nervous.
1: Jeez, it was just, I walked the line sort of thing.
0: Yeah, so glad we didn't blow the lead there. That could have been bad.
1: That would have been horrible. Against the to Pirates too, that was terrible.
0: Yeah. So, game one, got... Cubs win three two. Yep. Game two, Cubs win three two. Yeah, back to back three two wins. Now
1: I'm seeing a pattern mm. here. Um.
0: Yeah, for a bit.
1: So, this one, uh, the Cubs trailed in this one two to one at one point, but they tied it up on a Eric Sogard sack fly. And um, then in the seventh inning, Matt Duffy came out clutch with a two-out, two-strike RBI single to score Jason Hayward from second. Yeah, that is the Duff
0: with a blue single to right. Yeah. yeah,
1: and that turned into the winning run. Kimbrell came in, shut him down, uh, has, a I think, a zero sixty-four ERA. This year and his one, the reason it's not zero is just because of that next Muncie home run. So he continues to be excellent. Yep. Good to see, good to hear.
0: Trevor Williams had a pretty solid start as well. Yes, he did. Gave up um, two runs, which is on a two-run homer.
1: Yeah, I wasn't sure how it was going to go, to be honest, because I know that you know the Pirates are his former team, so I was thinking like maybe they kind of know what was coming in a way, but. He, yeah, you, you would have thought right that after him.
0: a second second.
1: Yeah, he uh he went right through them. So, that was good. Yeah, so we got a... I don't think he got the win. Or did he? Did he get the win? Um, he only pitched for like no. Uh, it Was No. He struck out six. Yeah. So, Keegan Thompson picks up his win.
0: First. Like, yeah, he's yeah, clear. Yep, so Congratulations.
1: congrats. To, yep, congrats to Keegan. Pitched
0: um, three innings. Only gave up two hits, one walk. He was solid.
1: Yes, he was. Uh, I'm wondering if it might keep him up here, kind of like Justin Steele. Um,
0: yeah, three good young guys right there.
1: Yep. Um, so, a pretty straightforward win. Nothing dramatic really happened in this one. It was just kind of a nice, solid. One run win ninth inning was uneventful, and uh, yeah, Cubs won the series. That was their fifth in a row, and um,
0: up until game three,
1: which yeah, game three was not fun.
0: So game three, Kyle Hendricks on the mound for us gave up four in the first, which might not say. The Pirates, in the first inning, did not hit a ball over 89 miles an hour.
1: Yeah, it was terrible luck. Yeah. It was was... Just horrible. But that's baseball, you know? Yeah, uh,
0: that, that's what makes it such a great game.
1: It's a game of luck, and it's a game of failure. And on, and on that particular day, the Cubs failed to counter the Pirates' luck. Just like The Pirates didn't hit it very hard. Didn't make great contact. But everything they hit just found a hole.
0: Yeah, it's just the it way was... it is
1: sometimes. Um, wasn't a. It wasn't like it wasn't like Hendricks gave up. It wasn't like his start on Sunday night baseball the other week. I mean, it wasn't like he gave up. You know, four home runs and balls were just flying yeah, out of no. field. Yeah. No. So it was just a bunch of singles, really
0: quite frustrating because of that bad first inning lock. But
1: yeah, he only gave up two runs the rest of the way. Um,
0: which were not earned.
1: No. The old Amaro Vargas is not great at shortstop. I would, ha- I would like to have him at a second, but I don't really know who else could play short at this point. I know Javi has kind of a stiff back going on. So... He's out, and Horner is out because of that collision he had with Hat. Sogard, uh, I guess. I guess. But, I don't know. I don't really see Sogard as a shortstop, to be honest.
0: I'm pretty sure he started a game short a few days ago. Hmm. I don't know. It was either this series or the last one. I can't remember. Interesting. Um, Might have been versus the Dodgers.
1: Yeah. Um... So, like, the the Cubs fall down 6-2 to two in this one. Uh, Peterson has another RBI hit. Very good to see. I'm hoping, I'm really hoping he's heating up because um, I think that series against L.A. Um, gave him maybe some motivation that kind of woke him up a little bit because I know he didn't have the walk-off home run, but it kind of felt like he did. <laughs> it kind of felt like he, had, he was a big part of that yeah. series. So
0: it, I, think I like it. a wake up call for everyone because
1: yeah, because he find like when he hit it, I don't want to dwell on this too long because it was you know a previous series and it's in the past now. When he hit it, everyone thought it was gone. So maybe he yeah. he got that burst of energy, maybe that motivation because he did tie the game. That tied the game, up. So, um, maybe, maybe that's you know, what he needed. Still,
0: just as important.
1: Yeah, because then they went on to win by a so... run.
0: So, Jock, another three-hit game. That was his second of the series, second three-game, three-hit game. And yep. he was only in that game because Jake Marisnik got injured running yes. towards a fly ball.
1: This was extremely unfortunate. Um,
0: yeah, Mariznick's been one of our better hitters so far.
1: Yeah, he was really anchoring the bottom of that lineup. And um, he and Matt Duffy were kind of, for whatever reason, uh, getting guys in, making a lot of contact. So, for Maristick to go down, he plays a decent center field. He, uh, as I already said, he makes a lot of contact. Um, Fast guy. Fast. He's a good guy to have at the bottom of the order. So, I really hope he's not out too long because I really, you know, I was starting to like him and he was starting to get hot. Um Mm -hmm i ah, was just kind of beset by injuries right now, unfortunately. Yeah, kind of good. Piled up all of a sudden.
0: Yeah, glad Jock could come in and get three hits, drive in two. So good to see him heating up.
1: Yep, I know. He's hitting At, the ball hard.
0: So that, that game good. brought his batting average over two hundred. I know batting average, is <laughs> not A good stat, but it went up by like twenty that game. Well, it's
1: progress, I guess. Progress. Yep. Um so the Cubs uh they're down they're down six two most of most of this game. Enter the ninth inning, um they put two guys on. and I think Bryant is at third and I forget who's at first base, but uh I think Bodie strikes out and Il Vargas no not Vargas, Nick Martini strikes out. So they're down to their last out and then um they get a run and then I think yeah, they get and then Vargas the jock
0: single through the hole which yeah. drove in the third. Run.
1: That makes it six three. Vargas doubles into the right field corner. That makes it a one run game that scores two guys. Um and then up comes Baez off the bench to finish it.
0: Which... Yeah. He was uh yeah. not feeling well, you could tell
1: no, he has a, uh, I think a, a tight back. That's what what's what being described. So, him to have a tight back and to be trying to like hit a ball hard is not a great combo.
0: Yeah, how ironic would have been the, the walk off homer on Mother's Day.
1: That would be awesome, but I, I heard
0: episode it on the
1: radio. two. Yeah, I, I heard it, I heard it on the uh, radio. So, I kind of thought to myself, like, you know, it sounded like he was having a good event. He kept fouling pitches off. Yeah. He said, you know, he was taking, a, he's taking some really healthy swings.
0: But yeah, he ran it up to a full count and started fouling off a bunch of pitches.
1: I was really hoping that he would get on because Duffy was on deck. Yeah. And I thought Duffy could have tied the game.
0: And then he bounces out to second base. Yeah. Good so a bright side here, he didn't strike out. Yes, especially when he's not playing fully healthy. So.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. He's an enigma. Um, he hasn't
0: been striking out as much lately, surprisingly. It's been kind of yeah. nice.
1: Still not worth one hundred eighty million. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Um. I thought I. I know that Ross doesn't have a Ben Zilgrist on his bench anymore, but like Madden did all those years ago, but I would have liked to. I, I bet Nico Horner or Ian half, I bet they could have come up and given him a battle, at least. I know Horner with his contact abilities, you know. Ah, just It sucks. Because, you know, I, I while I, you know, Bias could have won the game, but I feel like there were better options, but I guess, I don't know, I mm. guess David Ross thought is the most healthy out of all of them, and Half and Horner are just, complete, yeah. just like, completely destroyed each other the other day. So it's just a tough way to lose. They lose 6-5 to five to uh, lose the finale, but they come oh so close to rallying in the night.
0: Uh, we still took the series, which, you know, it's hard to sweep two straight series. Yes,
1: it is. Can be done, but uh came yeah.
0: So I'll just... I'll take the series one. Oh yeah. The day same. of the week.
1: Totally. Um,
0: so yeah, here it's
1: five and one on the home stand. Um, cool. five and one, seven and three in our last ten. Uh really liking what I'm seeing so far from a lot of the um just from a hitting standpoint. You know, they're hitting they haven't been hitting a lot of home runs lately, but they've been still scoring a lot. Um, yeah. I think I it read doesn't, It doesn't
0: since... only take the home run to win it, so it's glad to see this team is so reliant on the home run ball to be playing it small.
1: Yeah, I I really think that Duffy and Marisnick are a huge part of that, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Because those guys have been It's They're probably... Performing a little bit, like over their head a little bit, but um, they've really just been a huge, like they've really diversified the lineup.
0: In my opinion, I think they're playing up to their full potential, of what they could be doing so far.
1: Well, hopefully it continues. Hopefully Mariznick comes back and gets back yeah. on track quickly. Hate to lose him. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so. In Javi's last 21 at-bats, he's only struck out four times. Wow. And in the last 54, only 15.
1: Hmm, interesting.
0: This can only mean
1: one thing. This can only mean that in his next 54 at-bats, he'll strike out like 30 times. (laughs)
0: Yeah, you just got to hope this is a turning point for him this year where he cuts down on the strikeouts. Hopefully yeah. at one point he gets that strikeout percentage below 30%, because right now I believe it's or under 30%, because right now it's, I believe, over 36%. Yeah,
1: see, that's still not very good.
0: Yeah, but based on his standards, I think under 30 would be just fine.
1: Yeah, um... I mean, there were a lot of guys at the beginning of the year, like Bryant, maybe not Bryant so much, but like, you know, Rizzo and a lot of the other guys, uh, Duffy, um, that were dealing with a lot of offensive struggles, and they've shaken it off, and um, I've really had some big moments lately, so hopefully Baez is on the same path. Yeah. But, um... Uh yeah, I think I read somewhere that since August eighteenth they're second behind Boston in terms of runs scored. Really? Yeah, they're averaging like four runs per game I think. So it's been a pretty healthy offensive output over the past like what, this is like three weeks now? I feel like they exploded they exploded against the Mets and then they've had that great game against the Braves. And then they kind of, like, tapered off a little bit. But they've been been consistent since then. They haven't been scoring, like, 10 runs, but they've been consistent. Yeah, yeah. they've been
0: getting enough wins or enough runs that will win the game. That's all it takes.
1: If they had anything, if they had, like, any resemblance of a pitching staff, they could literally be tied with the Cardinals right now, I feel like. But they just don't. Yeah.
0: It, oh, this pitching staff is so bipolar. It's it's yeah, it's been, hard to understand.
1: Oh well. Um, so we all
0: know their abilities. We know what they can do. But yep. I guess that goes for the entire team because that's been happening for the last six years with everyone.
1: Yeah, same song and dance. Like, oh, these guys are. You know, we know what they can do. They're talented.
0: They just refuse to make changes.
1: That's what's yeah, but you know killing what? the club. That's the beauty of this off season. This time there is no luxury to uh, stand back. This time you have now to, make I have to changes. go and work. This time you have to make changes. and uh,
0: It's going to be interesting.
1: It is. We've said that many times on here ever since our first episode Yeah, we have. Gonna be some off season. Let's see. We got
0: few episodes. Go to.
1: We have Trevor Story, Freddie Freeman. I don't think Freeman is relevant. Um, Trevor Story, Freddie Freeman, uh, Corey Seager. um, Pitching Max Scherzer. uh, I think Kershaw. I think his deal is up. After this year, he, he's probably going to go back to the Dodgers, but still. Clayton Kershaw. Um, let's see. I, I really am trying to avoid Carlos Correa here because that guy's just despicable. But Carlos Correa is a free agent. Um, and then uh, the three of our guys, Rizzo, Brian, Bayan, so we got a healthy free agent last coming up. So they better bring their damn check. check yeah, box.
0: well. We'll have one more one more year of control of Contreras, before he's a free agent.
1: Yes, um, the next two free agent classes are pretty pretty deep. I gotta yeah. say, like I remember, I remember the winter of 2018 or 2017-18 when Machado and Harper were free agents at the same time, and I remember that was called like. The most loaded off season in recent memory, and this definitely tops those. Like, this is going to be yeah, some creation class. It's yeah, gonna
0: if be we, awesome. If we didn't have Hayward, we might have went out, went all out for Harper. No, right. Do I wish that? was shot more than anything.
1: I wish I could. I wish I could give you a flaw that would say like I don't care, but. The thing is, we had like uh, like this is getting kind of off topic, but we had at the time Harper was a free agent. We had just won ninety five games. We had all of our guys in place. We had Elmora who had hit like close to three hundred in center field that year. We had Schwarber, who had had a nice a nice bounce back year after twenty seventeen. We had um, I I mean Hayward. He you know he didn't hit like two sets I think he hit. He had a good, you know, some good stretches in there. Um, he was improving. Like we had our squad at the time that these guys were free agents, and you know, you can make upgrades. But I mean, at the time, I think Theo Epstein and Jada Hoyer were kind of looking at each other, and they said, "We don't really need to make any more upgrades." And they already had like a two hundred and twenty million dollar payroll, so they were probably thinking to themselves, like, "Well, I mean, this is this is the best we can do." So. That's, That's yeah, I know it's frustrating. So I was I
0: saying, did. scratch the Hayward sign, go all out for Harper. That's what I would have.
1: Well, if we don't sign Hayward, I know this is going to sound weird. We don't win the World Series, and it's not because of his speech. It's because of his defense exclusively. Um, he had, you know, he had um, some defensive moments in there that Harper couldn't dream of making, and you know, Harper wasn't even a free agent at the time, so. I think if we have anyone else other than Hayward in right field, I don't think we win the World Series in 16. I think we might get there, but I don't know. His defense is pretty valuable in the postseason, from what I remember. But I see what you're saying. It's it's all in
0: hindsight. You know, mm. Harper would be nice, but at the same time... <laughs> nice. That's an understatement.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, Pete, I've noticed over the last few days... Um, you know, people have been saying like, oh, we should have kept Castellanos or, oh, we should have kept uh, Glaber Torres or Eloy Jimenez, and that no, would be not, great.
0: No, not Glaber, to be no, honest. No, not Glaber.
1: I disagree with that one. And I disagree with all of these, or at least most of these, because, yeah, it would be great to have these guys for the purpose that they're serving on other teams now, but are you really sure that if they had any of these guys, they would be in a... They'd be in, such a different position than they are now. Like, would it? How much would it really change the team now? Like,
0: I mean, right now, like with Harper. Or...
1: Well, I mean, no. Like some. Like let's say, like we still had It's Like, how much would that really change the team? How like how many wins do you think we would get? It's still, same pitching staff, same closer, same lineup. You just have Castiano. It.
0: it depends on. How close I don't know. it's because um you know he was obviously comfortable here, he loved it, wanted to come back, yes, and they didn't get a deal done unfortunately, so,
1: but I just this is this is like this is the point of but
0: considering considering how much other people have been getting paid that was a really good deal he got,
1: yes, it was, but. I just I think I think it would be the same team and I think they would be just more expensive.
0: If you replace Hayward with Cassianos you get less ground outs the second games. Well
1: that's true, but we already had Hayward when Cassianos came aboard.
0: Yeah. I don't
1: yeah, I don't think we would trade Hayward for to make room for Cassianos. Maybe
0: maybe the sub to that would not be signing Jock.
1: Yeah, maybe Jock doesn't sign. Maybe Marisnik doesn't sign. Um, I don't know. I mean, I honestly think if we had Castellanos right now, we would be 18 and 16. I think we'd be one game better. But that goes for all of these people that, you know, lately they've been saying, like, you know, like, for example, just recently we traded Yu Darvish. U Darvish was awesome. He was great. But... Behind you, Darvish, you would still have Kyle Hendricks, who's struggling enormously, Zach Davies, who is incredibly up and down, Trevor Williams, who can be solid, um, and Jake Arrieta, who you know can be solid, but it would still be all over the place. So, you know, if we still had you, I think it would be more expensive payroll. But I honestly think, in my heart, we would probably have like maybe one more win. But like, I, I just I don't really think these guys would make as much of a difference as people think they do. Like it would be nice to have them because they could I, produce. But I think the team would be the same.
0: You were talking about. Uh, you think Castellanos would only account for one win to this point? That may be true, but at the same time, you got to think like, yeah, like when he his stint with us was incredible, so. Uh, he could, uh, if he had another hot stretch like that, he it, it could definitely be accountable for tons of money.
1: Yeah, I, I the totally, hot stretch
0: could happen with anybody I know, but it's more likely with those players.
1: Yes, I, I, I definitely remember what Castellanos did in the second half of 2019. It was amazing. It was fun to watch. He was hitting seemingly everything, came up clutch in a lot of great moments, but. Since his deal with the Reds, we've seen that that is, you know, not really what he is. Like, he, you know, he's good, he's a good hitter, but. Well,
0: yeah, you aren't going yeah. to, ex- don't, definitely aren't going to expect him to repeat that, but.
1: No, he can't repeat know. that over 162. And to sign, so like, if you were to sign him just based on that uh, sample size, would probably be a bad decision, in my opinion. Yep.
0: He's all, also there, playing right at Comerica park with the Tigers. that's a really big ballpark, so even looking at his older stats, he's kinda of getting unlucky when he was playing with the tigers' it's, it's how it, the center field it's like four hundred and twenty feet, so even he was talking about he was pretty mad about that yeah he, he hated the ballpark dimensions
1: yeah they''re tough um. Definitely anyway. coming
0: to a park like Wrigley and or Cincinnati is definitely gonna help him.
1: Anyway, um, it's not
0: one point four war, so in between one and two wins, like so.
1: Yeah. Um. So anyway, the Cubs, getting back to this series, the Cubs lose the Uh, the Cubs lose the finale, but they win the series. They're five hundred. Yep,
0: and uh, your MVP for the series against the Pirates. Uh,
1: Jock Peterson.
0: Okay. Yeah. It,
1: he, had some, he had some impressive games.
0: I don't really know who else to pick. He had two three-hit games. One coming off the bench really early in the game, so that's really impressive.
1: Yeah. He, uh, really impressed. Um, I hope this is the start of Something good for him. Hopefully, he
0: him
1: heat up. Yep. So Both rounds uh, for
0: Jock is the MVP. That's the first time he's taken MVP for me and you.
1: Yeah, I would love for him to
0: uh, join the, uh, Chris yeah, the, the. Chris Bryant Club. Yeah, Chris Bryant Club. He's, he's getting, gotten like. Oh, almost yeah, near, yeah, everyone, near everyone, maybe like. Up. Not. Almost everyone except for, like three, maybe.
1: Um. So. I think that wraps up the
0: Pirates series. So yep. we will belong to the Indians. We play in Cleveland Tuesday. Yes. Eight, um eleventh. Yes. We like, have on the mound only
1: it's
0: only a two game series here. Yes. So only we got Cubs have Adbert Alzoli on the mound facing off against uh, Shane Beaver. So you know, this is this is gonna be a really interesting game. One of the more interesting games of the year. Yes. Because uh, both the Indians' offense is pretty, pretty really bad actually.
1: They just got no hit for the second time in this month.
0: Yeah, within the span of like 23 days, yeah, no hit twice.
1: That's really sad.
0: There's so... no other word
1: for it. That's just really sad. Yeah. No hit. You got no hit by Wade Miley. Like, just I let that sink that. in. How do you get no hit by Wade Miley? Whenever we face Wade Miley, he can't get out of, like, the second inning. We always have, like, a six-run lead against him by the time he's done. It. Like, he never pitches well against us. That's what I remember when I remember him. It's always, like, up and down. You're, like, average. How do you get no hit by like, Wade Miley at your home stadium? Dude, I mean that's that that's that's um
0: yeah uh, the Indians. I don't know about that one. In recent history, have not had a lot of good moments. No, they have not,
1: and we would know all about that, but um.
0: Oh yeah, we know a lot about that.
1: Uh, anyway, um. So Bieber is going up against Elway, and gonna be a really
0: interesting game, Marcus. Is, um. Azalei has been doing great lately. Bieber, obviously, 2020 Cy winner, top five pitcher. Uh, it's going to be quite the matchup.
1: Yes. Um, I mean, the Indians don't hit, so one run might win the game if Azalei is on his game like he has been in the past three or four starts. Yeah. If he pitches like he did against the Dodgers, um, then I think could come away with the win, but at the same time, you're facing Shane Beaver. So, yeah, one round might be to
0: ask for. I mean, at the same time, he did give up, what was it, three to Detroit as uh, an yeah, yeah. opening game.
1: You never know. We've, uh, to my knowledge, we've won, I think, most of our games, if not... I think we've lost just a handful of games to Cleveland since the 16 World Series. We swept them last year. Um, and We played four games against them last year. We swept them in the season series. And then back in 2018, we I think we went to Cleveland for two games. And I think we've won one of them. Uh, so we've swept them.
0: Eighteen.
1: Yeah, I think so. That was that was the last time we faced them. I think so.
0: I don't know. Anyways, let's just go into our score predictions. So yours for game one will be. Uh,
1: my score prediction for game one, um. Jeez, oh, one nothing hub One nothing. Yeah, one nothing.
0: I'm gonna bring back. Know familiar number, to Cubs and Indians fans. I'm gonna say three-one Cubs. All right.
1: Three-one. Yeah. Um, there will be tons of World Series. Indians
0: purposes. fans. Indians fans get PTSD when they hear that.
1: Yes. Um, I've come to the conclusion that for the rest of time. Like, for the rest of my natural life, any time the Cubs and the Indians are in the same sentence, it's going to be, oh, those guys are in the World Series. (laughs) So, yeah. Let's see. Um, So that concludes game one. Yeah,
0: tomorrow at 610 Eastern, 510 Central. Whatever you live in. And then the next game... The next day, which is gonna be a day game, one ten Eastern, twelve Central. So, game two, the final game of the series, two game series. We have Zach Davies on the mound up against. I don't know how to say this. I'm gonna butcher it, but Sam Hentges. Okay. H e n H e n t g e s.
1: Wow, what a name! I've never heard of that guy before.
0: So, this year hasn't pitched much. Um, so I guess he did debut this year. He's got eight strikeouts and a five ERA.
1: Yes. Um. Uh, I don't know. Zach Davies hasn't exactly – I know he had a good start against the Pirates, but other than that, he hasn't exactly inspired confidence.
0: Yeah. Well, we're going against the rookies, so –
1: Oh, well, suck out eight that doing. game. Maybe. Yeah. I think Davies is going to have kind of a short start here. Um, I yes, think he, he should. Yeah. Indians so, also got no, the Indians also got no hit by that Rondone guy who was like on the inner list for all of last year or something and was released. I mean, it's one yeah, thing to get it, no hit, but to get no hit by people that. Almost no one has ever heard of him before. He's just sad. I mean
0: Maybe Zach Davies will hit wow.
1: Maybe Zach Davies will no hit the Cleveland Indians. That would be awesome. Zach Davies throws a no hitter against Cleveland. Um that would that would, that would that would be one of the more surprising things to happen to this franchise.
0: And he would only get about two strikeouts the entire game.
1: Yeah. And then the Cubs would have officially won the trade. Alright, so, score prediction so, for game two.
0: Yeah, what's your...
1: I'm going to say... I'm going to say, I don't know, I feel like I'm not too confident in Davies this time around. I'm going to say Indians... Um, I'm going to say Cubs win this game 7-5. to
0: 7-5? Yeah. Uh, it's... This is a hard game to predict because predict, you know Davies, and then right, right. got a rookie on the mound. It's right, got a yeah. five-yard. I think that's just through one game, but yeah, so I don't know.
1: With our luck, they'll throw like seven shutout innings. It's
0: it'll probably be a high-scoring game. Yeah, that's. But you know, it could be
1: eight, seven, and ten.
0: Um, I mean, the Indians' offense. You know, it's it's not. Uh, it's not Pirates bad, but.
1: No, but what are they? Is, what do they it got is other
0: than. Quite horrible. Yeah. Like they got Ramirez and Reyes. What else? Well, Lupo's got, doing alright, but, you know.
1: No, they got.
0: Other it's that it's, like, it's that, nothing.
1: that fan base. Like, when you think about how Cleveland really got into the Indians, like, you know, before the 1990s, they were just. Than nobody. They were basically like the. I'm trying to like think of a franchise you could compare them to today. They were like that. Like not only were they terrible, but like nobody knew who they were. So they were.
0: I guess like the. Was I don't know.
1: I guess like the Rockies, in a way. Mm. Like I mean, I know people go to the Rockies games. Uh, Where they just
0: trade all the stars off?
1: Yeah, they were kind of like they were kind of like the Marlins. Um, um they were pretty I, I
0: horrible. Think, um, I think the Marlins did a lot more moves.
1: The Marlins are actually probably better than they are, um, even when they were horrible. Yeah.
0: Somehow, and somehow the Indians are eighteen and fourteen. Uh, but I don't know how.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Probably because pitching, but. Anyway, um... Was... oh yeah,
0: pitching is carrying their team. Their bullpen, yeah. Klose yeah. and Karen These yeah. guys are nasty. And uh, that, I'm a pretty big Karenchak fan though. Yeah, that's a that's a scary note. Yeah, so you just have to hope that they don't come in the game, and you just score as many as you can off the starter.
1: Yeah. um... Uh, all right, only a two-game series, so I have them sweeping. That would put them at. Let's think. That would put them at nineteen seventeen. Nineteen seventeen. Oh. All right. So almost at the twenty-one plateau. Um, so
0: your prediction was seven to five, right?
1: Yeah, I had them one nothing in the first game, seven to five in the second game.
0: I'll say Cubs win four three.
1: All right. All right pretty high scoring in terms of Cleveland Indian games.
0: Yeah, but then again, they're facing Zach Davies. so You just can't yeah. be surprised. Ramirez
1: and are probably
0: going to homer.
1: Yeah, that I mean, Zach Davies could give up 10 runs in the first inning or throw eight shutout in It's
0: it's it's just a Cubs thing to tell you the truth.
1: Yeah, that's kind of what they do today. These days um but as I was saying with, like, the whole Indians offense thing, it's just a shame because, you know, back in, like, the 70s and 80s, they were nobody. Like, the city didn't even know who they were. And then in the, and then in the 90s, they had that great run where they went to the World Series twice, and they went because of their offense, like, because it was so explosive. And it's just today to see them churn out these great stars and, had, you know they had Kluver a few years ago, um, they, uh, they had, I mean, they have Fever now, they have Clevenger. I mean it's just, and then the front office just is like, doesn't know how to build a, a, a lineup. It's the worst thing. I mean these this is a factory of pitching, and throughout the mo- the majority of their time the last thirty or forty years that they've been good. They've been about hitting, so and like the downfall has been their pitching. So now that they finally have pitching, they don't have hitting, and it just kills me because I just think to myself, you're just wasting this gift that you have over there. Yeah, don't it's turn anyone like they touch something and like they touch a pitcher and he turns to gold immediately. Yeah.
0: It's weird to think how the Indians' downfall has been a lot worse than the Cubs.
1: Oh, I don't know about that.
0: So far, I mean.
1: Oh so far? Oh you mean uh, since sixteen.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, uh yes, by far. Cubs actually kept around some of their guys, but back yep. in sixteen the Indians were kinda of considered to be a uh kinda of came out of nowhere. And won the uh won the pennant. Um
0: Yeah, thanks uh Francisco and Dor no, that wasn't that year.
1: I mean it's just was, I know that we they had a have... grand
0: slam off the pole against the Yankees. I don't think that was 2016. I think that was no, like 2018,
1: that was, that was 17. 17. That's the Yankees. That was when they won 22 in a row. Um, yeah. It was just, I just, just to see like all the other MLB franchises. Like you know, I see the the Dodgers out west. They have, you know, this farm system. They have Dustin May, Tony Gonsolin, Clayton Kershaw, Walker Buehler, Julio Perea. But you know they also have hitters, and I just think like I just uh, it would be so awesome if Cleveland could just wake up and realize that all they're missing is some hitting. They just had some hitters that could really yeah I mean, do damage every year, and they could have yeah. the White Sox and the Twins that run for their money, and uh,
0: yeah, they only. They've got the lowest payroll in the league at like thirty or forty million dollars. So they have the money to spend. And they're just uh I don't
1: know. They're just kind of a broken organization, I guess. Alright, so that wraps up the Cleveland series. What do we got for news?
0: Um throw my count. We
1: got uh, we already mentioned Marisnik has a hamstring strain.
0: Yeah. Okay, so the Cubs put Ian Hap on the 10 day IO. Yes. Which yeah. left rib contusion after his collision with Horn.
1: Yeah. Uh, I was kind of surprised that they waited so long before putting him on the injured list. I thought that they were going to do that right afterwards because. Yeah, because
0: you know, he came up on deck in that one game against the Dodgers.
1: Oh yeah, but Ross said that he was never gonna, he was he was yeah. never gonna take that. I don't, at that. I like don't know if
0: that was why he was using it, if that's yeah. why he didn't put him on, or uh, just scare him in that series. Um, so that and corresponding that, we called up Nick Martini and Jason Adam.
1: I don't know what Nick Martini looks like, so whenever I hear his name, like I heard it over the radio the other day. Whenever I hear it, I'm always I always like picture a martini glass just kind of like sitting in left field or something.
0: big bushy black beard.
1: Yeah, I think I've seen him before. I just
0: his time in the majors. He's done like, pretty decent, as actually.
1: Yeah, um, I th- I've seen him. I just I haven't heard of him.
0: But before. he he not play in 2020. No. did 2019, pretty. Good.
1: All right. Well. Who knows? Maybe uh maybe he'll be kinda like Matt Duffy. You know,
0: kinda maybe. comes out of nowhere. He's gonna be gone as soon as Haps on I Yeah, I know. But
1: I would I would honestly rather have Ian Hap than uh
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, totally. Um
0: And we DFA Kyle Ryan.
1: Yes, thank goodness. Yeah. That man cannot throw strikes. And he is he, he's
0: he, so he was
1: infuriating to watch
0: it said. He was actually pretty decent in twenty nineteen too. It's one of the best relievers on the team that year. He just fell off. Yeah.
1: Um let's see. Um I think that's I think that's it in terms of news. Yep. Yeah. Alright, um, so I think that does
0: it. Just about game three of Pirates was Mother's Day matchup. I don't know if I mentioned that, but
1: yes, it was. Happy Mother's Day to anyone listening.
0: Contreras, Contreras pulled out the pink catches gear.
1: Yeah, that was pretty lit. That was awesome.
0: All the other... bats, socks, uh, shoes. I this was the jerseys that had the pink numbers. The mother's thing. I wish they brought those back this year. Oh, I saw the pirates. Oh the yeah, logo yeah, was pink on their hats yeah.
1: I wish they had that too. I always like. I always like that. It reminds me of. The, it reminds me of um, just the, uh, bias walk off. No, yeah. think that going around. Um by the way still
0: what she would have done in the game.
1: It was on this day in two thousand sixteen, I saw this recently this afternoon. Um, they that the Cubs started twenty five and six. They won over the Padres and um, yeah, they improved yeah. to all, uh, nineteen games over five hundred and uh that you know they got off to that epic start. And the rest is history. Oh, but I was just watching the clip today, and you know they got the, you know Len Casper is on the mic. Wrigley Field is full. They got the W. They got the WGN um, doing the game, and I just thought to myself, man, It's like, you know, I grew up with the, like that version of the Cubs. Like I grew up, like that team is that was like my first serious exposure to a a good baseball team. So I was just. I was like, it was the good old days, and I just really, you know, I miss Len and the way Wrigley used to look with the Boltons and WGN. I just miss that, so yeah, oh well,
0: hopefully. And I they... think we should we should leave it that uh, to the that team. Please. yeah, that's what that's all you're by. Yeah.
1: Well, um,
0: so, you know, getting a new fresh start for the. Young guy's about to come off, remember by whatever that is. Uh,
1: Yeah, I guess it was just Len. I just miss Len Casper so much. He was so awesome.
0: Can't believe it. Can't believe he's gone.
1: Yeah. Oh well, this is like on the other side of town. In In case the guys ever want to stop by and say hi. I wonder if one of these years, if the Cubs ever face off against the Sox like at Wrigley, and Casper is there, and like the Cubs, maybe they hit a walk-off or something. However long Casper does it, I wonder if maybe he'll get confused <laughs> and, they'll <call> a, <laughs> and they'll call a game winner like he used to call it for the Cubs. So like, I don't know. It's funny. You know, if you just got really excited for the Cubs again. And the lights Sock fans kinda of
0: turned around and said, You're not that's not your job anymore. Sixteen years. Yeah. Still can't believe
1: it. It was a long time. Alright, so I think that's it. I don't it. know
0: what it was, but Yeah.
1: Maybe that'll do it.
0: Yep. Right. So no other points you wanna bring up? Nothing, no, I think
1: that's it. Um Chris Bryant is uh Chris Bryant is I think good. Chris. Chris yeah, Chris Bryant is good. He's been the best third baseman in baseball this year.
0: I but, believe right now he's leading the NL and LPS.
1: Yes. And it's so awesome to just watch the Cardinal fans say, oh, I never said that. <laughs> he was always good even. even like, dude. The past year and a half, people have been saying like, "Oh, it's it like, Even the Cubs fans. It's been annoying. And then he comes back and, man, his prime, Chris Dorn. Um. Yeah, so that's the last thing I had.
0: Yep. I really enjoy watching, proving everyone wrong.
1: Yeah. It's so, Awesome.
0: We'll have to see how far this team goes this year. It's gonna be a fun ride.
1: It's gonna be a fun Hopefully. ride. Yeah, uh, you know, we'll see how long it lasts. Could last until September, October. Could end on July thirty-first. We will see. We will see. We'll it's
0: we'll unpredictable, man. Yes, yeah. so great. Just
1: gotta remember to savor every moment that we have with some of these guys, especially Chris, because might never see him again. So I don't know. Kind of rambling
0: here. Oh well. Alright. So I believe that will end it. Yes it does. Thanks everyone for listening. Be sure to follow us on our social medias, Cubswine and Cubs Legion. See you in the next episode.